Hello everyone to another episode of Baby Steps. I am Scott and we are road tripping again. Uh, again coming back from West Des Moines to Knoxville. Very uh, hot day. Uh, thermometer on the car says 100 degrees. Heat index is around 110. I think in the next day or so heat index is supposed to hit possibly in the 120s. So... Here in Iowa, a huge heat wave. Again, sorry for the uh, release schedule of the podcast. At least this week I got it out sooner. Just always seems that things are coming up now around the days that I'm wanting to record this. But I definitely appreciate you you staying with it. And and uh, sorry for the... <laughs> just, in, uh, just the really scatterbrain release schedule of this um the one year anniversary was great uh last week again celebrating one year of 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 the show um also wanted to give you an update on alexis's uh youtube channel uh she says thank you um she's over she's at up 275 subscribers last time i checked so she is uh that channel's doing awesome so quickly approaching 300 like i said you know big challenge but let's see if we can get her to 500 by her birthday in november if not let's at least get her to 500 by the end of the year uh i guess some things i guess we're just gonna get right into it today um I kind of mentioned this last week, I believe. Um, I was talking about the need for validation of things, and it's nothing new. If you if you've listened to this show, it's it's something I've always struggled with. I've always felt the need to need to know that I'm good at stuff, and it's reared its ugly head again. Where it's I, I'm back at that point to where I just I. I I just don't think I'm good at anything, and and if I'm not, I don't do it. Like I said, my hobbies, I'm lacking motivation to do any of it. It's because I'm not good at it. But I don't have the motivation to actually try to be good at it. And that's the thing is, is I'm, I'm not talking about... If you're a long listener of this show, back towards the beginning... This issue was I had to be the best at everything. I'm not even wanting that. I just want to be decent at stuff. It's like I don't need to be the best. I don't need to be number one. I don't need to... But even then now, it's still that motivation to even put in just a little bit of effort to try to get better at it. So basically, when I get home from work, I eat. And then I basically sit around and watch TV. Not exactly a great uh, use of my time. And use of my my skills and my effort. And really just trying to, trying to learn. I, I know one thing, at least one thing that will kick me in the butt is once I get registered for my next ministry class. Which isn't until October. But at least I'll have that to study for. But I'm just having a hard time. And yesterday I was really emotional. Um, 
some memories came up on my phone. They were all pictures of Lex at different stages of her life and everything. And I posted them on Facebook. And her mom's like, you know, she's the best of both of us. And it's true. It's just... It makes me sad because... She did. She took the she took the best parts of me of... Of the fact of... She likes what she likes. And she works she works hard to be good at them. But the difference between between me and her is that she doesn't have to be the best. She's fine with with who she is and where and where she is and everything. And she can take a compliment. She doesn't need does she have dreams? Yes, but the dreams don't define her. And I've said this probably a million times on this show. She's what I should have been at 11. But what really hit me yesterday, just kind of looking at everything and just looking. She's what I should be now at 44. And I just... You know, I've made great strides in my life, and people have pointed it out to me. I've made huge changes. You've been there with me on this show. Big victories. I've had some losses along the way. But still, I have made huge changes. If you go back and listen to the first couple of episodes of this show to where I'm at now, it's night and day. But this thing just keeps holding on to me. And I equate it back to, if you go back in the episodes to around November, December of last year, uh, through the episodes where I'm in the ultimate journey first phase, and a lot of it was allying with our younger self. We're really dig deep and we talk to our younger self. And it's just like that little boy still, little Scott in me is still holding on. Like, please, somebody tell me I'm good at something. And it just will not die and go away. And it's like, I just want to feel normal. And I guess I equate normal to, I just want to be okay with being okay. Like, hey, Scott, you're okay at that. It's all right. Go ahead and do it. If you want to spend time to get better at it, great. If you don't, it's fine. You've got other hobbies and stuff. But it's fine. Somebody even said today, it's like, why does it matter if you're good at a hobby? Isn't it supposed to be to relax? Exactly. That's what hobbies are supposed to be. But that's never been me. It never has been. And then... Like, well, you're a new creature in Christ. Why Why can't you be different now? Why, why can't that be your new norm? And it's a good question. I don't know why I can't just let go of this. Because it's not like any of my hobbies I'm ever going to be a professional at. I'm never going to be a professional fisherman. One, I don't like being in boats, so that would take me out of that right away. But two, that requires you to catch fish, which I 
not good at. <clears throat> you know, chess. Am I ever going to be a pro in chess? Heck no. The amount of time and effort it would take to even get close to that, it ain't going to happen either. You just look down at everything that I'm interested in and like, and it's just like never going to happen. So why is it such a big deal if I'm good at it? <clears throat> it's just, I, I just look at it like I had her this weekend, and just just seeing her. She's so talented at things. She was, we, what we were doing, we were taking, uh, she likes Pokemon. And we were taking two Pokemon characters and mashing them together into one. And she was drawing them on this uh, app on her phone. And the stuff she was putting together was really good. <clears throat> like high quality stuff. And it just made me wonder when I looked at stuff. Like she's really good at that. And I was looking at some things back like... I, I, I guess it made me just look back at everything that I was into as a kid and like I was trying so hard to be a pro athlete and everything and I went back and looked and I was just okay at everything at basketball I was just okay I could dribble decent I wasn't consistently a good shooter but I was streaking if I was on a hot streak I was very good but for the most part, the biggest thing that I had was I could jump higher than everyone else. I was five foot, you know, five foot eight, five foot nine. But the way I jumped, I could out jump and, and get things over people that were six four, six five. I remember at a FCA uh, thing, I was playing basketball with with the, the starting center on the varsity basketball team, and he was six. And I remember I jumped up and blocked one of his shots. So that was really the only thing I had going there. I look at track. I wasn't even okay at track. I'm not fast. I couldn't run. And at long jumping, I, I wasn't very good either because I couldn't figure out the actual steps and the technique to it. So I, I mean, really the one time I jumped 17-8, I think it was, at the indoor conference meet, that was just purely by ability, but I couldn't replicate it at all. I think that the farthest I ever jumped after that was maybe like 16-something. That was before I hurt my knee. Even in tennis, as much as I talked about it, yeah, I got to the conference championship match, but when I look back at my skills and everything, no, I wasn't very good. What made me difficult was, is I was a psychopath. I was willing to sit there and hit the ball back and forth at a slow pace using different types of spin all day with you until you screwed up or got bored. And I was also a psychopath in the sheer fact of if I hurt myself, I wouldn't stop unless I absolutely had to. There was only one time I had to. And that was, and that was I, I strained my uh, Achilles tendon. 
played an extra 45 minutes on it to a point to where my right leg was basically dead. Like I was dragging my right leg around the court to try to chase after the ball. But that's what I would do. I'd have these long matches. I remember I played in my first year in varsity. I played at a tournament in Clinton. And I remember my first round match took two hours. And I was in I was in the bracket with the number one seed in the tournament. So he got a bye. So he was my next opponent. He looked at me. He's like, take your time, but I'm ready whenever you're ready. So I sat down, took a couple drinks of water, a couple handfuls of popcorn. And I was like, let's go. He's like, what? I go, yeah, I'm ready. And I remember a couple of the other kids at the tournament looked at me like, are you stupid? Technically, I was. But you know what I did? He was... He ended up, I think, that year finishing second in the conference. But I dragged him to an over-hour match. So I played three hours of tennis with basically like a ten-minute break. But does that mean I was good? No. I could just keep... I, I could keep you out on the court as long as I wanted to. So I just look back at all this stuff and really the only thing I can say I was super good at was radio. I was really good at it. So it's just like, why does it matter now? Why does it still matter at 44 years old if I'm good at a video game? Should. But it still does. And my work too. I'm, I, I'm doing fine at work. I Like yesterday, I hit 50 phone calls for the first time since I started on the phones. That's huge wasn't enough for me because I finished third on the team overall. Which after only being on the phones for a month and a half, it's actually really good. I've been in the top five almost every day except maybe two. So I remember I was talking to my dad and he's, I was like, yeah, I hit 50 calls for the first time. He goes, yeah, that's great. I go, yeah, but I finished third on the team. Why does it matter? I mean, I get it. it it's, it's directly related to my job. Why does it matter that much? I'm a month and a half in, and I just started, I just got moved from a contractor to actually working for the company on Monday. So it's not like I'm, I'm due for a raise already. Probably from where I'm at, I'm exceeding expectations. But it's still not enough. I'm just tired of it not being enough. It just gets tiresome. It's like it's constantly...
causing me to lose my purpose, which the word purpose is going to be part of my tithe message. If you want to hear that, um, depending upon what time zone you're in and what country you're in, you could have trouble listening to it live. But my church's Facebook page, New Journey Church in Knoxville, Iowa, um, our services are streamed live. Uh, they start at 10 a.m. Central Time. I'll probably about 10 after, quarter after 10 is when the tithe message usually is. If not, you can go back and watch. But it's just like when someone asked me about the classes, what was my, what's my purpose? Am I taking these classes to get a piece of paper or am I taking it because I want to learn more grow in God and serve God and help other people just like with my with my hobbies what am I doing them for am I doing them to enjoy something when I have some free time to sit back and relax so I don't have to you know to get my mind off of work or anything else not an escape but just, you know, for an hour or so just to be able to relax. Or am I doing it because I think I can make more out of it than, than what it is? It's like at least I, I realized my purpose for the classes. But it's like truly the only thing I, I truly have any sort of confidence in myself in nowadays is is the Bible study that I'm leading in, in tithe messages. I'm okay with being okay at those. It's like everything else in my life, I am just not okay with being okay. Like I said, it's almost like I'm jealous of Alexis because at 11, she figured it out. And she got that from her mom. She did not get that from me. And I'm happy as heck that she's not like this. I wouldn't wish this upon anybody because this sucks. So it's just a lot of trying to figure out stuff. I guess one thing I did kind of figure out is, you know, I've talked about relationships and being alone and all that sort of stuff. And it's weird I talk about that, but every time I've kind of been in a situation where I'm... I, I guess I've just realized that one of those goals, one of those things that I had to have in my life was a marriage. And I've been in two of them now. And I've suddenly realized that I like the freedom that I have living by myself. Like seriously, the only female right now in it that I see that I would not mind changing my schedule for or changing things around for is Alexis. I even commented on those pictures that I posted. I said, she's the only female that I need. And it's true. I don't think I could be... I don't think I could live with someone and be around someone on a day-to-day, everyday basis. 
I just... I like the freedom that I have. You know, probably too much info, but I like being able to come home and just strip down to my underwear and sit around and eat and watch TV sometimes. You know, I like being able to get up and go somewhere if I want to, or, you know, not have to, hey, want to do this today? Or, hey, what's your schedule like? Or, did you have any plans? Because I'd kind of like to do this. Does that mean maybe the single life is the best thing for me? It could. I mean, I guess I could see myself dating someone. Because, I mean, when you date someone, you don't necessarily have to be around them all the time. But even then, I just don't know. And it's something that I don't have to answer now. But I just seriously see things as... It's going to take someone very special to come along to make me want to change all of that. And I think that's part of the reason why I had such a problem in the two marriages that I did have. Because I didn't realize it. It's funny, Alexa's mom even said that said that to me a few weeks ago. She's just like, you just seem to thrive a lot better when it's just you. And that makes a lot of sense because I've always just kind of, when it came to stuff, I've always, and I think I've even said it on the show, I've tackled a lot of things of me versus the world. So yeah, lot to lot to think about, lot to lot to unpack. I'm looking forward to uh, Wednesday's Bible study. Uh, we're talking about David. We've had two really good sessions where we talked about Joseph and also Joshua. And, you know, this David is is another good story, so I can't wait to to get into that tomorrow. Um, This weekend, I don't know what I'm I'm going to. Well, I know Saturday I'm going to the church to help clean out the basement a little bit. And then, I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of the day. It's supposed to be cooler, so... Now that I got the car fixed, I feel a little bit more confident going places, so I may go out and shoot my bow for the first time in almost a month. I shot at my AccuBow with Lex on Saturday for the first time in a long time, too. Didn't do too bad, either. But, no, I think when I get home tonight, I'm not, you know... I didn't use that I have a full stomach because I don't. I have an eight. I got some Panda Express Chinese sitting next to me, though. 
that's that's gonna happen here soon that's gonna be happening here in like 20 minutes or so but I think I'm just gonna eat and just maybe watch a couple videos and then try to relax with something maybe to be chess maybe I'll play Magic the Gathering on my computer I finally got that downloaded again I actually found some cards um, that I had I had a bunch more but uh, they were um, they got destroyed by water so but I did uh, last week when I picked Lex up we went to what used to be our favorite comic book store Mayhem we got a lot of memories there me and her used to go to free comic book day there. Um, we played in a tournament in a game called Dungeon Crawl Classic that Alexis finished second in. I finished third. Um, so we've had a lot of memories there. And I've been to that store like two years. Same with Alexis. So we went there. Um, and uh, they had these. So they're called... Uh, uh, they're called mystery boxes. or get, I think they're called mystery boxes. Basically, they get donated people's bulk cards. So people have too many cards, they sell them for like a penny a card or whatever. They're not great cards. But they, and then also when they have drafts, sometimes people just leave their cards there because they don't, they don't want them. So they take all of those and then they box them up in these boxes of 200 and for $6 you get a box of random cards for 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 $6. So it's a pretty cheap way to build up a collection. Not a great collection, but with Magic the Gathering there is a a format called Commander where basically you have a legendary card that's like your team captain. And then you have 99 other cards in your deck, but you can only use one of each card. Where in the, where in the standard format, you have a 60-card deck, and you can have as many as four copies of a card. So if you get a really strong card, you can have four copies of it. Well, in Commander, you can. So these types of boxes are actually really good for Commander, because in Commander, you need to have... So there's different rarities of cards. There's common, uncommon, mythic, rare, that sort of stuff. But in a in like commander, you really need to have decent uncommon and common cards to fill out those those 99 other cards. So these boxes are actually pretty great for them. So I got a couple of them. So you know, quickly I went from I think I had 200 cards still. I actually had two commander decks that I had built years ago. So I had those. Those are the ones that I found. And then I just got two boxes, so I added 400 more cards. So quickly I went from zero cards, because I didn't know that I had any, to finding a box of 200, to now I have 600. I might pick up a couple more of those boxes. Like I said, they're $6. Pretty cheap. And I actually got a couple legendary... Uh, cards in there so they can use to make more commander decks so it's a it's actually kind of a cool thing i'm glad we went there it was it was really neat uh to go back in there i used to play magic together there all the time um i used to go there every friday 
So it's nice that me and Lex got to go there. We got to share that time. I bought her a pop vinyl that she wanted from her one of her favorite animes, My Hero Academia. So it was it was a good time, you know. We're as my mom always said, you know, it doesn't seem like we're doing much, but we're making memories. And that's what I try to do with Lex every time I have her. I just try to make memories. We do a lot of that, so it was fun. I'm actually looking forward to maybe trying to put together some more decks and maybe maybe play some time. I know there, I got a part of a Facebook group. There's a few guys in Knoxville that want to try to start playing, so maybe that might be something I could do. But, you know, that's the main thing is eat, finish up my lesson for, for Wednesday night, and then... Just try to enjoy something. You know, don't care if I win. Don't care if I lose. Just do something to enjoy it. So I think that's going to do it. I am about... Maybe 15 minutes from home, so... Not bad. I'll be eating my Chinese here soon. So thank you everyone for listening. Love all of you. We'll talk to you next week.